0: Once again, it's that time of the week. We're coming to you from Studio 212, South Lake Union, Seattle, Washington. It is a cold and rainy evening. Um, this is another this is episode three of Grill. How long steak, Mister? 15 minutes. 15 minutes is very acceptable. Um, yeah, episode three. Welcome <laughs> yeah. back. Thank you for listening. Um Thank you, listening. Hopefully. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, Soundcasting Network, for having us be a part of your team. Uh, I am uh, Bobby Stills, and to my left is Miss. Hello, Echo Hawk. Hi. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing pretty good. Yeah.
0: Are you doing good?
1: I'm faking it till I make it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's how most people make it. Yeah. I fake the shit out of things. Yep. All right. So, what's going on?
1: Um, not a whole lot. I mean, right, been with so
0: I think we're gonna start, I guess we start off each episode with saying, or do you still have a job? Are you fired yet?
1: I still have a job. today I was today I was a hot, a hot mess. Today, I was very, very tired, which is never a good thing when you're going to work in a kitchen.
0: <laughs> now, why are you so tired? I was at Hello's house last night. We were working on things and such of that nature and things and stuff. And she cooked me dinner. Tell the wonderful people what you cooked me. I don't necessarily think that's chile quiles, but... Um, it was very similar. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right.
1: I don't know. I don't know.
0: But tell the people what you made for me.
1: Um, chi- What is... <laughs> chile chili I can't say it. Uh, <laughs> it's very similar to chile quiles. I can't say it. First of
0: all, she was supposed to come meet me. I know you weren't supposed to come no. meet me. But we were just going to meet... We're going to meet up and she didn't. So I had to go all the way out.
1: No, there was no plan to go meet up.
0: Uh, (laughs) So anyway, I went over there and she was um, she was like making dinner and I was like, okay, yeah, make me dinner. And so she said, pick up chorizo. So I went pick up chorizo. So what did you make?
1: So I made um, potatoes, eggs and tortillas. Like all in a pan, basically. And, and we it was ca- delicious. Cast, we cast iron, iron, iron pan. With Trezo of, on yeah. top
0: and avocado. Avocados. Tapatio. Mm-hmm.
1: It was delicious. delicious.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Thank
1: you. Very welcome.
0: Okay. So Altura, no good?
1: Altura, it was it was a rough day today.
0: Well, I, I thought like we'd spoke about on the podcast earlier is every day you go into work, you could be fired. Yeah. We spoke about that. It is a terrible <laughs> problem in the service industry is that one day you could fuck up really bad. Uh-huh. And you come in the next day and you're fired mm-hmm. after one mistake. Yeah. So at Honey Hole, where I work at, I uh, thought that I was going to get fired because I, apparently I'm messing up sandwiches too much. Oh.
1: Apparently
0: your boy can't even handle making sandwiches.
1: Oh, well, apparently I can't cut bread correctly. So. <laughs>
0: well, the good news, though, is that you made it past the deadline at Altura to go on their. What, what kind of trip was this?
1: It was um, like our holiday party.
0: For Christmas? For
1: Christmas. Yeah. And for like the year, you know? And it was, it was fantastic. It was so amazing. Oh my God. Okay. So if you have not gone to the Willows or if you don't know anything about the Willows, like look it up, go. It is so worth it. You will not regret it. So
0: I, so I've heard, 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 heard many, this name come up many, many times. Yeah. But I don't. When I go to the San Juans, it's I'm not going to the San Juans to drop that much money on food. Like, I mean, I just, I, I've never, I, I don't know too much about the place to go there. I'd heard rumblings and I'd heard many things about the chef there, uh, but I've never made it out there. And I'm pretty jealous that you got to go out there. So I'll give a little, I don't know. Do you want to give a little background on the restaurant and then I'll give a little bit of information on the chef?
1: Yeah. Um. You can you can do that, and I'll tell about what we had and whatnot.
0: Okay, so basically, it is um, the mastermind behind this restaurant, The Willows Inn, is on Lummy Island. Is a chef by the name of Blaine Wetzel. Um, I've heard of his name. I know that he's a James Beard Award winner. Yes. Um, so in 2014, he won the James Beard Award for Rising Star Chef of the Year. Um, He's also the owner of Willow Inn. I guess he had a chance to buy it. Yep. And uh, then uh, last year, to well, this year, 2015, he won uh, the best chef in the Northwest, yeah. which is, I mean, amazing. There's so many talented chefs yeah. in the Northwest. And he's not even in Seattle. He's not. So the, yeah, they asked him about like, why he picked Lamy Island. And so basically, he, he apprenticed at Noma, which we talked about. Yeah. Was that last week?
1: It what? No, the first first episode.
0: Yeah. Just fill our timings all off. It is. Um, yeah, he <laughs> apprenticed at Noma for 3 years and basically when you he didn't he didn't really work there I guess, like if people don't know what apprenticing is or staging is. Yeah. It's kind of you you work there for free and you basically work to live. So yeah. it's in Copenhagen, Denmark like we said and basically it's free housing. You work at Noma. And then they give you like an allowance, but you eat at the restaurant for free. Uh-huh. You go eat with the staff. It's family meals, all that good stuff. So when he came back to the States after three years um, at Noma, um, they asked him why he went to Lummy Island. And he said, uh, when I came back, when I came, uh, back um, it was really hard for him to find work in the, in the U.S. Um, and he saw an ad about Lummy Island and went out there, answered a Craigslist ad ad. And he sent a letter to him, and he was hired. Yeah. And then he had a chance to buy it. Um, basically, he's it's it's farm pretty much all farm to table. Yeah. Out there, they have um, two farmers on staff, and uh, full time full time farmers on their staff, and they use ten percent of all of their garden for strictly experimental research and development, what which. Is- yeah, which is super sick. Um, and I don't know. He's an ultra-local-vore. I, I've heard this term before. I don't necessarily like the term, but I understand what it is. And he's one of those chefs that likes to only use natural, I guess, the natural resources in the food industry. What mm-hmm. What's directly, I guess, 50 miles? What, is that kind of how it goes?
1: Um. Yeah, I would say for him, it would be even closer because it is let me I mean it's difficult to get out there I mean we had to drive quite I mean it was it took a little less than three hours and then it was a very it was like a 10-minute ferry ride um, so it's a it's a ways to get out there from Seattle totally worth it beautiful drive but um it's yeah, you you would have to grow your own food there. Yeah, because there's, there's no purveyors. There's no yeah. Nobody's said I have to take a ferry
0: there. every day. Yeah. So yeah. So he basically said it, it was really a chance for him to localize Noma's philosophy. Yeah. Which Noma kind of is known for using all natural like stuff that they forge themselves and creating uh-huh. creating amazing things with it. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's a little bit about Chef Blaine Wetzel. I mean, I've heard of him before. I don't haven't been out there, but yeah, how was your experience?
1: It was so it was amazing. The just just going So we didn't actually stay at the end because there were so many of us um the our, our chef and his wife rented us a house, which was gorgeous. Bomb. I know, right? They're so great. Spoiled. <laughs> um and so we t- you know we stayed at the house we had a bunch of great food at the house and whatnot and then we went there but even at night it was just a gorgeous grounds you could tell and then as you go in you're just welcomed by this amazing staff and um everything is just so beautiful uh, down to the to the tiniest detail everything is gorgeous um the, the napkins on the tables are not <laughs> held by like a, uh, 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 um, uh, uh, what am I, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a ribbon that has like a tiny little rock on it. It's just the littlest things are, it's, it's amazing. Um, but we had 22 courses. Woo! Yeah. But they were all like very, very small. Were they, Some pa- of them- were they
0: paired? with uh alcohol? Uh
1: yeah, there is four courses. I mean four pairings. Um and so this is uh this is what we had. We had kale and black truffles. Crispy crepe with charro black cod donut ozette potato. You're reading that
0: off with no feeling. You're <laughs> I'm not sorry. you're not making that appetizing okay. to me. All right, all, all
1: right. I will Okay. Okay. Halibut skins. Broth of turnips <laughs> grilled gooey duck sunflower root with sweet onions pickled oysters rose hip jams <laughs> salt cured beets and gin flavored yogurt dungeness crab in a puree of pine nuts flowering quinoa with tarragon Aged leg of venison, grilled.
0: <laughs> Come on, get it together. Get it that. together. Hillary. You don't have to sound sexy. <laughs> we're gonna. So we're gonna post the menu. We're gonna post the menu yeah. on our Facebook page,
1: like, on, on our Twitter
0: page, on our Instagram page. <laughs> it, the the amazing thing that I saw when she showed me this menu was how simple this menu was, but how complex it was at the same time. Which I don't know if you can understand how that is. Like, it's very, very simple. It's not too, too, too many ingredients and too many different techniques into the actual food. But it's just the the way that it was done is beautiful.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, like one of the desserts had three different components on it, but they were all done so well and so in- incredible that it was just like you didn't need to have it any other way it was three different versions of pumpkin and it was so mind blowing that it was it was beautiful i i want i want this pumpkin ice cream every single day i could eat this every single day this pumpkin ice cream that i had it was just so delicious. And yeah, I, I cannot stop raving about this food. And I'll post pictures and the description of, of everyone.
0: Now, did you? You didn't pay, did you? It was all paid for. No,
1: yeah, it was all paid for. And uh, all the wine was paid for and all the drinks that everybody had. Fuck. Yeah. Now, my.
0: <laughs> now, now, so fun fact I don't know. My <clears throat> girlfriend who somehow every time I bring up something cool and I think that I'm like, know something awesome. She <laughs> just is like, Oh yeah. You know, you've never been to that place. Yeah. My brother's best friend is a chef there. And yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? So I'm not sure how much it costs. There's not really any prices on it. I heard it's pretty expensive. Do you know how much it costs? How much? I
1: don't. I heard 125, but I feel like that's, that's too cheap.
0: That sounds really low.
1: I feel like that's too cheap.
0: Yeah, uh, and the pairings, of course, bring it up there. Yeah. I don't know. I now I'm I'm really wanting to go there. I, I've kind of everything's been tied together, and I'm uh, really looking forward yeah. to taking a destination. Trip out there and yeah. just eating at this restaurant it seems like an experience. I guess you got your own Noma in, in the backyard I of know. Washington. So, it's
1: amazing. Yeah.
0: So people, check it out. Lummy Island, Willows Inn. Uh, Blaine Wetzel, uh, he's pretty dope. From he's- from what I've read on him so far.
1: Yeah. Oh, and the kitchen was gorgeous. You can see inside the kitchen in several different angles, and we were able to kind of like walk around a little teeny tiny bit, and it's the most beautiful kitchen I've ever. Been in everything is just pristine and immaculate. Everything is in its own place. There's a, a wood fire grill or sorry oven that I've never seen before. <laughs> I'm just like I oh I want to cook in this kitchen so bad.
0: <laughs> I'll tell you an oven to check out downtown. Uh, what is the name of that place inside Hotel Max? It's
1: uh, I don't know. Shit! Oh, it's a um, steakhouse. Yeah, I um, know. I know, uh, I know what you're talking about.
0: I know the honors. Ah, oh. uh, Nicole and Jason's please.
1: I I can't remember.
0: Yeah, I'll come back to it. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna take it out there. I'm gonna go out there and check it out, and um, we'll post pictures online for you to check out. Um, so we're gonna go on to another another article, which I found really really interesting. Um, it's about sound and food. Yeah, which. I brought. I want to talk about this because eating at Willows Inn, it's not just the food that kind of is an experience. It's not the food that makes the place so good. It's the whole experience. It's the ambiance. It's the way they serve it to you. The food. I mean, some of the plates probably weren't even that delicious, but it's the way it was served to you, Uh and it's all the different components on the plate that make it. uh, You're eating with your eyes. Yeah. So you use all your senses to eat. And so this particular article simply um, just focuses on sound and food. Um, There's a professor at Oxford University named Charles Spence. And uh, this year he's been looking into things, um, the sound of food. Yeah. Which is a beautiful thing. He's been checking out stuff like the crunch and (laughs) bacon and what kind of emotions that (laughs) They bring out of you, man. Good ones, tearing apart (laughs) herbs, lettuce, all that good stuff. He's also been studying um, sound. You know what? What you listen to while you're eating and how it affects your meal. So apparently, he's put together a um, food pairing playlist on British Airways.
1: Yeah, this is this is fantastic. I I wish I flew on British Airways. Um, just so I could hear this.
0: Now, one thing I didn't do was chat. I didn't. I never. I never opened up the link to see what the playlist actually was, which I'm doing right now.
1: Oh yeah, and well, neither did I.
0: But apparently, so <laughs> the title of this article was Taylor Swift can make Chinese delivery food taste better. Yeah, <laughs> which is apparently an actual fact.
1: I. I mean, I'm not a huge Taylor Swift fan, so I. I'm a little skeptical about this one. B- b- uh, so yeah, I I mean I I just don't like Taylor Swift. So <laughs> I would have to try this out myself.
0: Now, I mean, I, I hit the link to the playlist, and we're gonna post this up there too—the link to this article. But it doesn't have—it it has the music that it's a 13-track playlist. Um, I don't know, Lily Allen, Lou Reed. Hold on. <laughs> Lily, Lily Allen, "Someone Somewhere Only We Know," was a perfect fit for a filet of beef with horseradish sauce, <laughs> or Madonna's "Ray of Light" works well with lemon sponge cake. Now, this is all based on studies. Okay. Um, so hold on. So uh, the professor, Professor, Char- professor Charles Spence, uh, conducted an experiment with uh, where 700 partic- participants listened to songs from six different genres of music while eating different takeout meals. Uh, they were then asked to rate the food on a on a scale of one to ten. Uh, interestingly, pop music, pop music specifically Taylor Swift's "Blank Space" and Ed Sheeran's <laughs> "Sing" were found to por- correspond higher ratings for Chinese food. I
1: I I want to know why.
0: I I mean, there's all sorts of reasons why. I I mean, you can you can totally make an experience a dining experience way better with. Sound. Imagine going into any oh,
1: restaurant. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't like eating silently. It's it's awkward. It's it's weird. There needs to be other other factors. Um, it's it's when a when a restaurant is quiet, it's it's not comfortable. There needs to be at least sounds from like the kitchen, you know, to make it. Enjoyable to me.
0: <laughs> yeah, no one wants, no one wants to eat in silence. Um, I guess. Yeah, they're saying that pasta, you know, always pairs better with pavarotti. Um, well, that just
1: makes sense. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, sushi goes best with jazz.
1: I mean, I I can see it. it it's a
0: really interesting article to me. Uh, it is about how sound how sound goes better with food. I'm going to kill you if you keep agreeing with me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So. Oh, my God, I am. I mean, I've always uh, one of the questions that so we're going to have we're going to have some guests. We're going to have some guests in here. We're going to have some chefs in here on the show. And one of the questions that I'm going to um, ask every one of my chefs is what their favorite music to cook to is. And I always think that you can taste you can taste your food tastes better. While dancing and, and cooking at the same time. So my preference of cooking f- music to cook to is drum and bass. Uh, what, mine, you, what is yours?
1: Reggae. <laughs> reggae? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, but you don't smoke weed, though.
1: I, you don't have to smoke weed to enjoy <laughs> reggae. <laughs> I,
0: I, I guess not. I mean, yeah, that's the truth. So, I mean... I. I I'm going I'm going to take this I'm gonna, I'm really I'm really going to take this article into absorb it and and try to pay more attention when I go into a restaurant and try to listen to the background music in a restaurant. Sometimes I go into restaurants and they got a horrible playlist going on and I'm like where yeah. where did this movie where did this music come from? Who picked it and why do I want to listen to muse while I eat <laughs> a hamburger
1: why do I want to listen to like death metal
0: yeah so 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 up on the so up (laughs) up on Capitol Hill there is a a vegan well it's not a vegan bar but it is a music venue called the Highline on um, Broadway called Highline and they do um They do brunch and they also serve food in the afternoon. I know they left for, they stopped cooking for a little bit, but it's vegan food that is delicious. They have a Philly cheesesteak that has no meat in it. That'll give most any Philly cheesesteak a run for their money. Um, But yeah, they, they blast, they blast metal in their place. And uh, I guess, you know, maybe vegan food is great to eat <laughs> and listen to black metal or death metal?
1: I I mean, I don't know, maybe because vegans are angry? I don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly because they don't get to eat meat.
1: Yes. Girl, how long sick, mister? 8 minutes. <sighs> <laughs> All right, I can handle that. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, check this
0: article out. Uh, give me some feedback. Let me know what you think. Let me know what your favorite uh, music to cook to is. And I I mean, I just think that music tastes better. I mean, music tastes better. (laughs) Food tastes better with music. I mean, I think everybody agrees with that. There's nothing wrong with uh, drinking a glass of wine and eating some cheese, uh, listening to some Amy Winehouse. Nothing at all. It makes for a perfect evening and we'll put somebody in the right mood. (laughs) Yep. All right. Halal's gonna Hillel's gonna talk about um, another um, article that came up about um, yeah transfer paper.
1: Yeah. Um. So, we came across this article. Um. In.
0: Uh, first of all, I knew. First of all, I already knew. I already knew this. I knew this. I, I knew this was an issue. I've since reading this article, and it was in the Stranger. Um, I have talked to a couple other people in the industry and asked them if they knew about this and uh, some people did and said it was, it was strictly the reason why, you know, they use it is, is for costs. Uh-huh. It, it was cheaper. Um, other people said they did not know about it. Um, I'm somewhat of a germaphobe. I don't know. I'm, I'm very, I don't touch uh, escalators, elevator buttons, uh, wigs. I have a problem with wigs, wigs. but I am constantly constant when I'm in a kitchen, I love working on the station closest to the hand sink because I'm not a big fan of wearing gloves because gloves give you a false sense of uh, cleanliness. of cleanliness. Yeah. Um you know, you can change them as many times as you want, but I, I don't know, I just have a problem with it. But yeah. This article is is pretty spot on, I guess. Take take it away, Miss Miss Echohawk. <laughs>
1: Thank you, Mr. Stills. <laughs> um, yeah, this it's in The Stranger. It's uh, titled A Hidden Hazard in the Restaurant Industry by uh, Tobias coughlin Bug. Bug? Um, I don't know how to say his last names. Um, but yeah, basically it's that uh, receipt paper is coded in vice but I cannot say it. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to early and I can't. Bisphenol A, basically BPA. Um, Bis- which, bisphenol. Bisphenol. Oh, thank you. Uh, which causes... Heart failure, reproductive issues, cancer and obesity and all sorts of... That's what
0: I'm going to start telling people <laughs> why I'm overweight is all the bisphenol in my system. I've been working in the restaurant industry too long you and I... Touching I, you know,
1: that paper.
0: Ex- I, sorry, I cannot expedite tonight no. because it's causing me to be overweight.
1: Yep. It's got it. You got it. Uh, <laughs> so... Um, Most of the uh, research that has been done with this has only with BPA has only been done by ingestion. So that's why you see all those baby bottles that are like BPA free and whatnot. But none of it has been done through uh, skin contact, really.
0: Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of fucked that they would ban it for you know cups and stuff like that but when it's on paper that is used every day in a kitchen that From they,
1: thousands of people yeah
0: that they they, they haven't tested that I don't, I don't get get the point I don't understand why
1: yeah um, but the uh, University of Missouri Missouri found that 250 to a thousand times higher um, in humans uh. Toxicity. Uh, uh, I said that completely wrong. Most research done through ingestion, but the University of Missouri found it that it was 250 to 1,000 times higher in humans from receipts. That's like so much (laughs) higher than through ingestion.
0: Thank you, mathematician. Hello, (laughs) Echo Hawk. I mean, I did was not good enough? So basically, So basically they're saying that it's, it's worse for you.
1: It's wor- yeah, it's worse for you. Yeah,
0: because it gets absorbed through your skin.
1: Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, and then the Journal of the American Medical Association said that BPA levels with no gloves is five times higher after eight hours <clears throat> than if you are wearing gloves. After touching all of the receipt papers and whatnot. That's, it's ridiculous how, (laughs) why are you looking at me like that? (laughs) So,
0: I mean, think about it. Think think about it like this. Think about if you are sitting at a table of five people or six people and you want your, your checks all split up, right? Uh Uh-huh and you all use credit cards. Each one of those credit cards has three, three different sheets of paper on there. And that, and that that person, um, that server has to grab all those pieces of paper. And how often do you think servers wash their hands?
1: Not often enough. Never. I don't know if a
0: server, I mean, Hate the little lid off of it, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure the only time a server washes his or her hands is when they go to the bathroom. Yeah, in and in and out of the bathroom. Um, people in the kitchen. Now, when they go to the bathroom, they're supposed to. I know I do. Wash your hands in the bathroom, then you come back from the bathroom and wash your hands. Oh, but I for sure do. More than that, when you're on a line, you're only really washing your hands on shift if you touch something raw.
1: Yes. Other than or that. Or if you have like a chemical or something like that. Now,
0: I guess, you know, people are handling tickets all the time. Grill sometimes has their own tickets. Sauté has their own tickets. Um, Cold line has their own to Grand Marge Yeah, has their own tickets. Um, and then they're touching your, your salads your raw foods. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm betraying my friends that work in the kitchen right now, but it it is. I mean, it's a serious it's a serious issue. Um, so just think about that. You know, I, I just think about and not only that, think about all the recycling. Think about all all the paper that's being wasted. There's three or four copies for each receipt, and uh, when really you should be able to do it with no paper.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, and they. They say that you shouldn't even recycle it.
0: No, it's because it's bad. Yeah, it's, bad, it's, bad, for bad. The, it's bad for the environment.
1: And then, yeah, in these, yeah, it's terrible for the <laughs> yeah? environment.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> <up>. <laughs> um, so
1: yeah, we're just trying to
0: inform people. I mean, that's kind of what we're here to do. I, I knew about this. Now, I I'll share, share a quick story before we get to our ingredient of the week. But I used to have this theory in my mind that. If someone hands you a bar tab and you eat that bar tab, it automatically disappears.
1: I'm sorry, what?
0: <laughs> so, I have people that will attest to this and I'm thought I'll have one of them make a comment on my Facebook page that they, you know, they've witnessed this. But sometimes when I, I long day long day at work you know, in a kitchen and you all drinking with your friends, and maybe you've had a little bit too much, you know, to drink, and you, sp- you kind of went over your budget huh. You, you didn't have any cash on. You haven't got paid. You got tipped out. Say so you got tipped out 20 $25, $30. That's all you have. But they go ahead and they give you that tab. And that tab is $49. Mm-hmm. For, and you've only been drinking there for literally 20 minutes. But your tab is $49. So my theory was, because I was intoxicated, mm-hmm. and this has happened more than once, that if I crumple <laughs> up that piece of paper in front of the bartender and I eat mm-hmm. it and swallow it, that automatically makes that um, tab disappear. Okay. So, because I read this article, now I realize that, uh, no, uh, there's Mm-mm. severe consequences no. for eating your tabs. <laughs> and I still had to pay that $48 tab. Yeah, yeah, and I've actually, you know, looked a couple of times to see if that tab ever came out. I never. It's
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's in there somewhere. Yeah, it's still a part of me. <laughs> so just like lo- just I little f, just a little
0: fyi for I don't know if you're um, in the industry or you are a customer. Yeah that that transfer paper, paper that they give you with the credit card receipts on it is uh, does have toxic chemicals on it, so you might want to yeah. wash your hands.
1: Very much so. Ask your ask your restaurant if they can maybe switch over to the
0: BPA free. Yep. Or how about you just bust? How does just try to call out a server and be like, "Um, do you use BPA free uh, <laughs> transfer paper here?" And she will lie to you, probably straight to your face.
1: One hundred percent
0: lie. Yeah. I mean, servers they got good bullshit faces. Real good. But when they come back and ask you, when they come back and ask somebody in the kitchen of the BPA, if the transfer paper is, B, is BPA free, <laughs> the kitchen staff is going to laugh in your face so hard because they might not know either, but they're going to be like, what the hell are you talking
1: about? We what, don't have time to deal with this What shit. is the
0: table number of this <laughs> asshole
1: asking this question?
0: You know? All right. So this is, uh, we're going to move on to who else's favorite uh, portion of the show.
1: The ingredient of the week. Bam,
0: bam We need that sound. Oh, need man, so uh, bad
1: we need that sound. So we uh,
0: we decided I thought we decided on leaks last I thought,
1: night. I thought we decided on shallots.
0: Uh, no. There
1: was a big miscommunication you, you were
0: very you were very tired last night. I was you so were falling exhausted. asleep mid conversation and I you, was you're, you're fa- I mean you are you're tired right now?
1: I am tired right now.
0: I tried to shove hella coffee down your throat. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm not tired. I'm a little kind of a little buzzed. <laughs> <laughs> the, the exact opposite. Do 206 Megan turns. Uh. Shout out. Um, yeah, we're doing leeks. Uh, would my lady friend like to go first? OK,
1: um, so my leek recipe is super simple. Um, it's just you cut your leeks real thin on a bias and poach them in butter. Um, you can add whatever aromatics you want in there Um, definitely salt and pepper Um, but you can add whatever aromatics you want thyme, tarragon, whatever Um, and then they pair really sorry this pairs really well with uh, chicken or fish
0: delicious Yeah. Um, I'm going to go kind of the same route Um, I'm going to say pickle your leeks uh. I mean, it's super simple. You go online, you can find any uh, pickling liquid recipe. It's just you know water, salt, white wine vinegar. I mean, it'll give you the measurements for it. Yeah. Um, you it's can pickle them sh- sure. ahead of time. Use them in all sorts of dish- dishes. Dishes. Uh, use, <laughs> use them on shark with charcuterie, um, salmon. Uh, they can be served cold, hot. I mean, it adds a whole different dynamic to leeks. And then a quick tip on top of that: keep those leek tops and make uh-huh. and make a stock out of it. Um, a great alternative to vegetable stock. I mean, it is vegetable stock, it is. but it is totally, totally, totally different. Yep, herbs, leeks, all that stuff, and make stock, freeze it, and you can use it for risotto, rice, all sorts of stuff delicious that is our ingredient in the week and that brings us to uh, the end of our show I would like to thank the soundcasting network for having us here I would invite everybody to go visit us on iTunes it's going to be under grill how long steak mister our Facebook page is also grill how long <laughs> steak mister <laughs> our Instagram page is grill grill how How long steak steak, mister but our twitter page is how How long long steak steak, mister (laughs) (laughs) our soundcloud page is we're under the soundcasting network on um, on soundcloud so go on soundcloud give the soundcasting network check out all uh, all our other shows Mm -hmm. there's many 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 friends of ours with other good shows on there yes yes and um, yeah thanks for listening and we'll talk to you guys next week grill how long steak mister
1: five minutes out eat a dick bitch